What is up, Steph? Hey. Just let the beat drop here. Yeah, this is fun. We're going to continue because it really gets fun and water droplet-y. I don't even mm. know. Futuristic. It is futuristic. Everybody just in- indulge Steph and dance with her <laughs> in your car, in your bedroom, office, whatever you're at. Wherever you are. I think Zoe's enjoying it. She looks enthralled. She's been passed out on the chair. <laughs> She's just sitting on your lap. I'm so tired. There we go. Everybody dance. It is fun. It is fun, right? I can never get over how tired dogs act all the time. All the I'm time. like, what did you do today? What <laughs> What made you tired? I'm sorry. Did you have to drive oh, to work man. today and then oh, drive back this. home? I got to get this level figured out. Here we go. There. That's why it wasn't loud enough. My phone was turned down. Yeah. No, it sounds good. There we go. Sorry. But yeah, Zoe always acts exhausted, like constantly doing these giant yawns. I'm like, are you okay, princess? Are you exhausted from your nap (laughs) or third nap of the day? Yeah, it's always funny. It's a rough life. They always got to do a big stretch. Yep. You got to look up how to stretch your dog's hind legs. I was just going to say that because you've been doing it and she likes it. uh, Supposedly dogs will let you do this, but... I saw this on social media where, like, you know how dogs do, like, the front legs really high and then they do the back legs where, like, their butt gets really low to stretch their hind legs. They actually can't get them stretched far enough because of the way they're shaped. So <laughs> because of the way The back shaped. legs, like, the right. rear legs are, like, right. a canine shape, not, like, a knee shape. Right. I don't even know the no, name of it. No, it makes sense. But if you're supposed to pick them up from their, like, hind legs and, like, Pull their legs even farther back, like hyperextend them even farther and stretch the muscles and tendons in the front of those legs. And I tried it with Zoe and she was like, oh, well, this is new. I like that. And didn't even stop me. She loved it. She enjoys it. From the start. And you do it quite often. Yeah. Every time she does the stretch, I try to grab her and do it. And she's like, all right, that's good. That's good. All right. I had enough. (laughs) I think she she likes it though. walks away. Something else I've been wanting to do with her more often. And I told you this earlier. Brush your teeth. Yeah. I want to brush your teeth more often. You know, I told my vet probably a year. No, it was like probably two years ago at this point. I was on a really good routine with brushing her teeth at least like once a week, sometimes even more. That's impressive. I know. Thank you. So I brought this fact to him thinking he would be proud of me for being such a good dog owner. And he was like, hmm, technically you're supposed to do it every single day. I was like, seriously? Way to get her. <laughs> I know. I'm like, thank you. Couldn't you just say, hey, that's pretty good. Because I know darn well that once a week is way more than probably you know 95% that doctor of dog owners. isn't brushing his dog's teeth he admitted it he did go well to be fair i don't do that and i'm a vet and i was like haha exactly gotcha. i knew you that. a liar i would have told that right to his face too <laughs> <laughs> i would have called him out yep he called himself out thankfully yeah because so, you wouldn't have done that no you'd be like do you do that to your pets i thought about it but have i didn't a, say it have a goldfish lady doesn't have teeth <laughs> it is it's hard to keep up with Yeah, I would love to see you brush Zoe's teeth. I think that would be hilarious. Well, you know, especially little dogs like her seem to have so many teeth problems later in in life. And I'm just thinking, if we could avoid that, that'd be wonderful. Just like cavities and decay. Yeah, decay, just getting really nasty. Mm. And then, you know, it smells bad and there's a whole... So I've had to get three cavities filled this summer. Great great time being a health and PE teacher who has to get cavities filled. And I go in there every time, like, why do I keep getting cavities? And they're like, you have too many teeth. I had this, like, Asian woman. I never saw her before in there really? before. Really? You she don't have the accent. same hygienist? So it's somebody different oh. every almost See, every time. I usually have the same one, and I love her. <clears throat> and I've been there so many times now that I almost know everybody there. Like, 
one of the ladies is some of my students' moms. Moms. That's that's a weird way to say it. But Mama, mom's mom. Their mom. Um, and then the other ladies have been in my mouth, which is a very weird thing. And you like... You've been in my mouth. It, it's just a weird thing. I wouldn't want so to be gross. a dental hygienist. I don't, I don't know how they do it. I have a clean <laughs> mouth and I wouldn't want to be in there if it mm-hmm. wasn't my mouth. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like it's just a gross place yep. to be in it somebody's is. mouth. I don't care how well you take care of it. No. At the end of the day, it's <clears> gross. So I feel like they know you better than you want them to know you. So you have to be like friendly with them and That's be like, true. how are my teeth looking? And I'm always trying to learn and educate myself and the ladies always say I don't floss well enough mm. and they say I have too many teeth That's because I still have my wisdom teeth and I think I might get my wisdom teeth out because get those out. I keep getting cavities back on my wisdom teeth because I can't brush and floss them. It's so far back How do you there. reach them? I've gotten floss picks. I've gotten new toothbrushes. I've gotten everything I can think of. You can't even see them And all. I still get getting cavities. I think my teeth are just bad and that's another thing I, I mentioned. I was like, can you just have bad genetics because... Holy cow, I brush my teeth every day. I take care of them. I floss them. I mouthwash. Why am I getting cavities all the time? And they're like, sometimes you do just have poor genetics. Mm-hmm. But goodness gracious, brush your teeth at night. Brush them in the morning. Floss some teeth every day, boys and girls. Avoid those cavities. Use mouthwash. Right. I love dental hygiene. I wore my retainers last <clears> night. <throat> you are so, like, <laughs> dentally hygienist. That's not Hygienic? The word. Hygienic. Hygienic? Yeah. No, yeah, not yeah, the yeah. ist. But the ick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I love. It's impressive. Well, I hate wearing my retainers because I talk really funny. Yes. I should put them in to do a show sometime. Oh, we should do an entire show <laughs> with you with your retainers in. That would be great. I sound like a child. It's so funny because I'll put them in when you're not looking oh, and just I'll just so talk funny. to you and, like, and then you'll just look at me and did go. You wear your retainers. <laughs> you wearing your retainers? I can tell. <laughs> Well, side note on the dental hygienist, I had a good friend I worked with at Texas Roadhouse who's a dental hygienist, and she has seen some stuff. I she told it. me a story the one day we were getting dinner. She was running late getting to dinner. She's like, I'm really sorry. My last cl- customer, client, what client. do you call them? Client, I think. Client. Uh, took like two hours longer than he was supposed to. She said he had so much gunk on his teeth there was like layers that she had to scrape and scrape like she couldn't even see his teeth i was like god bless you why are you doing this for a living how do you do it do you make i mean god bless them seven figures right like they need to make better money Uh, for what they do you couldn't pay me enough to uh -uh. scrape layers of gunk off of someone's teeth i'd be like okay when your teeth are clean you can come back here sir but i'm not gonna do this the things that they have seen Uh -uh. mm uh-uh I think they're probably one profession Ugh. that I, w- I would imagine they didn't really mind all the PPE stuff with COVID because they're like, good, anything more between your mouth Give and my face. Give me an entire wall. Yeah, put up a, put like up a, a screen. Like a sandblasting <laughs> right? cage. Like, you go in that building, I'll have my gloves through this wall, and I yep. will work on your face through this exactly. wall. Exactly. They probably didn't mind it. View. Like, oh my gosh, I wouldn't. Yeah. Thankfully, I have a great dentist and a great place to go that takes care of my mouth. But I'm tired of getting cavities filled. It's the worst. That's awful. <sighs> Brush your teeth, boys and girls. That's the PSA of the day. <clears throat> that was our seven-minute tangent for the first part of the episode. Sorry. Not sorry. Didn't plan that one, but I'm glad we did it. The more important thing we have to talk about is the best friend. Wait. A the best best friend? That's how I said it. The best best friend. A guy's girlfriend. 
could have Betsy Liz birthday surprise party. That's a long title. It is a lot. Happy belated birthday, Eliz. Yeah. Her birthday was on Tuesday. Tuesday. Monday night, we gave her the shock of a lifetime with a surprise party. Sneaky, sneaky. (laughs) And I I really don't think she knew. She keeps saying she didn't, and I'm like, I think she's being genuine. You know, because Eliz is so sweet and kind and caring that she wouldn't want me to be upset that she knew. So even if she did, she would say that she didn't. But I really think she didn't. You're a good judge. Of the character, too. So I think, yeah. No, she's genuinely surprised. You could tell. She walked in and was just like, one, two, family, mom. uh, Everybody in this entire place is somebody I know. What's going on here? Within five seconds. Yep. Surprise parties are one of the coolest things. My parents had a surprise party for me when I turned, it was either 16 or 18, and I was just going out to dinner with a friend and genuinely had absolutely no clue. Like, I was just like, oh, we're going to Duke's for dinner. Walked into one of the side rooms they had there and, like, everybody was in there. And it's just one of those moments that doesn't feel real. Like, I I vividly remember thinking to myself, wait, what? How is this possible? This isn't real. What's going on? Like, it takes a while for you to process it. Yeah. No. It's, I don't know if I've ever had, I don't think I've had a surprise party, so don't plan on one. (laughs) I might. I don't like surprises. You wouldn't want that? I don't think I would. Okay. See, some people aren't into that. I don't think I am. See, I think for Eliz's scenario, it was perfect because she's living in Philly for grad school. Every time she comes home, she has so many people she wants to see. There's no way she's going to be upset about seeing all the favorite people. But some people wouldn't like that attention. Remember how I reacted when you got the PS5 for me, yes. I was like, take this back. That's right. Can I sell this for more money than you paid That's for? That's right. You made comments. Like I was that. very not in belief of it happening. So I'd be like, take me home. I don't want to be with all these people right now. What's happening? <laughs> I was playing on a nice, calm evening with you alone, and this is what we're doing. See, that's another Great. thing. That's another thing. Now with, I have with... to be on and entertain people with my presence. Yeah. That's another thing with surprise parties is. You have to gauge if that person, I mean, they'll appreciate it, I'm sure, but are they also going to be a little disappointed that the night isn't what they thought it was going to be? Because we thought we were going to have time with just Eliz and her sister, Jess, and Jess's husband, Eric, just the five of us. And Eliz thought that it was just going to be the five of us. Right. You know? We've all seen that scene in the movie where, like, the guy's exhausted, comes home from work, lights are off, turns them on. All he wants to do is sit down on the couch and drink a beer and watch cartoons or something. And not do anything and have a TV dinner. And instead, he gets welcome to a surprise party. Right. And he's like, <sighs> Yes. Was that Horrible Bosses? It's in multiple movies. Okay. Like I remember that happening in, there. Um, it's in one of the other movies we watched together, actually, that it was like a military guy coming home. Mm, and he wasn't right. expecting. He's just like hoping his family would be there and a bunch of people were there. Yeah. Um, it's tough. It's tough it's to pull it off. Hard to gauge when it's going to work and when it's not. Right. Unless it's somebody like you is that's just always appreciative. Of course, right. Well, and if you're like me, you're going to panic leading up to it and think, are we going to blow it? Is this going to You literally the last two days right before it were tweaking like, <laughs> oh, she's going to find out that the logistics are not working out. I don't know where she's going to be. I don't know where we got to pick her up from. Uh, people are not going to be there on time. I should have told them five and not five thirty. <laughs> oh, you were out. literally like coming unraveled. It was hilarious. You were like, take a deep breath. I was babe. like, it's going to work out. It's going to be fine. We'll be all right. Deep breath. <laughs> it was really funny. I don't know what this is, but 
Oh, this is mm. different. We're going to the library <laughs> or the elevator. So yeah, big shout out to Big Bottom Brewery yeah, for hosting all of us. Great place down Dillsburg. Yeah. It was cool. Yep, it's like it used to be Al's Pizza. Now it's like Al's slash Big Bottom. But we came in hot, and there were a lot of us, and we were not quiet. Um, and we got a lot of food and a lot of beer, and, and they it, we accommodated had a blast, us. So, and, yeah, oh, it was a good time. So yeah, shout out to Big Bottom. Even bigger shout out to everybody that came out for the party. Yes. All the people we got to meet. That was awesome. So many. One of my favorite things that was said of the entire night. Ah, uh, now I can't remember her name. Shoot. I don't think she was from In Him. I'll tell you what she said, though. Maybe you'll remember her name. She said, oh, you're a friend of Eliza's? You're auto- automatically in my love circle. Oh, yes, I yes, love yes. anybody that, that loves Eliz. Dorothy. Dorothy. Yep. Sweet. Yep. Amazing people. When she said that, I was like, you know, I'm going to remember that. Because Same there's piece. so many people I know that I'm just like, I know I'm going to like anybody you know because of you. Yeah. Pure. Somebody that knows people that are good people. Yeah, and I've talked ever since the party. I can't stop talking about how much I loved all her people. Because most of them I knew, but there were a few that, for whatever reason, I hadn't met yet. And they were amazing. I'm like, this is the best. Like, to have somebody in your life you love so much, and then to get to know all their people they love, it, like, quadruples the people that you love. And then you appreciate them so much more because you're just like, anytime I'm with her and there's always other people, they're going to be great people. Yep. And now, like, we hang out with... All Eliz's friends without her. <laughs> well, we miss I'm you, Eliz. Just Come kidding. On. It's only ever been just the family, but right. That's, that's right. literally how it could be. We're so close with Eliz, we could just be like, feel like we're with Eliz with yep. anybody of her friends. I think that's like family right there. You know, yeah. when you're so close to that many people and y'all just love each other, it's family. It's a pretty tough Monday night to uh, to break. That might be the coolest Monday of the summer. That was the best. We missed out on our softball game too, right? We did. We missed uh, softball, yeah. Get back at it next week. All right, well, while we're listening to the elevator music, hit me with some daily dosage. All right, in our first daily dose, we're going to show some love to all of our redhead friends out there. The ginger party. The ginger party. Well, over uh, in England, there was a movie theater that unveiled a special promotion just for redheads. In England? Yep. Do you think England... Has more redheads per capita than America? I don't know. Trying to wonder. Maybe. Anyway. So they did, what they wanted to do was kind of honor redheads throughout the heat wave. because bless them. I know. As we all know, heat heat waves, redheads tend to have more fair skin. They tend to burn easily. Mm. Not all of them, but I'm just saying it's usually true. Or they get really freckly. Yep. So they wanted to protect them from the sun during the heat wave. So they offered free movie passes to all redheads during the heat wave. Look, come on in. We'll keep you safe in the shade. You won't get burnt. Free movies? Well, yep, free movies. How long was like the, for the week? It was however long the heat wave lasted. I think that it was up to a certain temperature, like oh. whatever day that it's 95 degrees. Oh, yeah. okay. I thought that was really cool. I mean, I'm a little oh offended because I would like free movies too. Yeah, what the heck? Show some love to the redheads. I'm, I'm here for it. Got to rotate that around from redhead to blondes to brunettes. Right. All the colors of hair. We can all burn. Come on now. That's right. I really like where they were going with that, though. That is a cool thing. It made me think of Jenna Clay. She 
is uh, most people probably know her name. She's on all the radio stations all over the place. She does TV commercials, and she's a really good friend of mine. And she's a redhead, and she always oh, yeah. jokes that gingers get no love. It's like it's just kind of her running joke that she's always like, "We we gingers get no love." And <laughs> once a year, there's a kiss a ginger day or something. You know how they do those random national holidays? Yeah. She's always like, "I'm a ginger. I'm a ginger." You know, it's kiss a ginger day. So this made me think of her. I feel like I'd have to be like that too because it is true they're underappreciated. Right. Absolutely. All right. Next up. This is why I do not understand art. There's a new exhibit in Sydney, Australia at an art gallery. This guy literally got a McDonald's pickle, dipped it in ketchup, threw it on a ceiling. Boom. Art. That's that's the exhibit. He's calling it art. Thousands of people are coming to see this. What's the exhibit called? The pickle. I'm glad you asked. The pickle. It's literally called the pickle, and people are coming from all over to see this. This guy's probably making a crazy boatload of money. Is it in a museum? Yeah. So it's the museum. I wonder. I wonder how. But he's got to be making money money. somehow, right? I don't know. Does he get a portion? I don't know how that works. But what I imagine why people are going flocking to this is because they want to be there when it falls. Oh, they want to see like the big downfall. The pickle, the fall. Right. Pickle no more. It makes sense. It's a timed exhibit. Right. But that maybe <laughs> that's why it's like amazing to some people because it hasn't fallen yet. Maybe. And it's like dried up there on the seat. Like how did it stick? It should have fallen. I know. And maybe that's why people like it. But I think <sighs> it's not art. Like, Do I, you realize that you eat that and it's sticking to a ceiling for X amount of yeah, days? Yeah. It's gross. You don't want to think about that. When I was in New York City, we went to an art exhibit i think it was free but i don't remember anyway there was this artwork on the wall it was literally a piece of cardboard box cut out and then you know those green like scratchy brillo thingies that are square that like you scrub your dishes with that are like super scrubby they literally had four of those on the corners of the cord cardboard just sloppily stapled on there that was art i was like what what is this the kindergarten portion of the exhibit? Right, the kindergarten edition. Did like little Timmy that has no idea what art is make this? Because what? I was flabbergasted. This was in a nationally renowned like New York City right. legit art museum. And people like that make money. It was... I didn't understand it. There were so many other things on that like portion of the wall that were just like, how is this art? I know. Like a board with some nails in it that were not all the way hammered in. I was like, any two-year-old can do that. I th- Yeah, I think what happens is artists all try to be like the most artsy of all the artists. So they do really weird out-of-the-box things. And other artists and other people who are into art feel like they have to appreciate it. Cause they they're sit like, there oh, and stare at it. Creative. And they're like, wow, look at the way the cardboard and scrunchies are stapled together. <laughs> immaculate. To me, that is a metaphor for how simple materials can be, and yet how functional they can be. Right. It's so bizarre they that they so think deeply. that as oh, look at that piece of wood with the nails half pounded in. To me, that is a metaphor for work that has not been done yet. Yeah, exactly. Oh, how how deeply meaningful. I'm like, what? Right, and it's like, where did you get that from? Goodness but, you gracious. Know, it makes me think of English class in high school. And to be clear, I'm not mocking any English teachers because I love reading and English is my favorite subject. But 
You know how you'd read a book and they'd be like, blah, 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 red curtains. And the English teacher would be like, red curtains, that implies this and this and this and devotion. Oh, and yeah. And treachery. And I'm like, what? The curtains are just red. I have red curtains in my house, too. But they read so much into it. I think that's how art is. Like you said about the Brillo pad thing. You just interpret it. Yep. It's so funny you say that. Like, how did this textbook get written about Shakespeare and interpreted that Shakespeare means this when he writes that? We play uh, these Dark Souls video games, and they're so obscure. You have to read all the descriptions in, like, the menus and stuff and items to, like, learn what is going on in the video game. Like, it doesn't tell you everything. So to learn about it, you have to, like, read everything. And people argue about, like, the meaning of the game all the time. They're like, well, if you found this piece of loot and read the item description on that, then you would realize that this means this. And because you killed this boss in this manner, it means that this is this, that, and this. And that explains the whole game. And you're like, how? Yeah, exactly. How can you make those deductions? Maybe we're just not artsy I'm not smart enough. enough, yeah. No, I don't get it. I don't think I'm in that capacity of art sometimes. Right. Well, and there's sometimes where I think, okay... It makes sense to somebody. That's cool. It's art. It's just not my thing. But with this pickle exhibit, I'm like, that is just ridiculous. Like, what is art and what is creativity? Because, I'm sorry, pickle on the ceiling, not that creative. No. Anybody can do that. Art, sure. Anybody can make art. One-year-old can make art, and you could scribble on a piece of paper and stick it on your refrigerator and call it art. But how creative was it, you know? Right. Well, not too long ago, there was a story about an art exhibit where literally a guy just set up a, like a platform, a little table thing, and it was empty on top. And he just said, it's art. And yeah. literally, it was put in an exhibit, and he made money off it. It was literally air. He put no effort into it. <laughs> and that's art. You can ju- you can call anything art. I it's guess true. that's the beauty of it. I guess that's true. All right, now on to something that we do know more about and understand more about, exercising. Never heard of this before. You're a PE teacher... I'm a certified personal trainer. We both like to work out. We played sports our whole life. Never heard of this one. There's a guy in Indiana who's... Is it Indiana or India? Indiana. His workout tactics are going viral because he runs on all fours like a dog when he works out. And according to him, he's gotten ripped, quote unquote, from it. He must run a lot of miles like a gorilla. He says running like a dog has helped strengthen his body and given him better mobility. I would love to see a video of him running. I know. And working like, out like that. Like when I run in the morning, can you imagine me running up and down the streets of Duncannon like that? Did you ever run on all fours when you were younger? Oh, coming up the stairs when I was yes. scared. Yep. Coming up the stairs, running up hills, anything where there's an, a vertical incline. When I was a kid, I would just instinctively run on all fours yep. for some reason. Up a hill. Yeah, yeah. you're right. Like when I was playing outside with friends out in the woods, whatever. I just get on all fours and truck up that hill because if you didn't, you'd fall over. Yep. But my goodness, to work out on all fours, I feel like that would just cause back issues. Oh, yeah. It sounds so uncomfortable. <sighs> not, well, it's like bear crawls. Yeah. You know, that's kind of a little workout. But you do it for like 30 seconds, and then you go back to standing exactly. up like a normal human. <laughs> right. I don't think that would be good long term, but I'd, I'd, I'd be intrigued to see his workout routine. Right. I'll see a study on it for how it works long term before I try it. I'm going to YouTube <laughs> this guy. Indiana man runs on all fours. Yeah. Somebody's got to have taken a video of him. We got to see it. I swear to goodness. All right, Would You Rather is up next. What's going on with the music now? Oh, this is different. Here we go. Little bell's going. Oh, this is fun. It reminds me of the little thingies we saw in the video that were in the water. 
like little thumb drum thingies. Mm-hmm. Those are fun. Oh, now we're going backwards. Okay, would you rather sell all of your possessions or sell one of your organs? Organ. Take my organ. Nope. I already have two kidneys. One of them's already bad. Just take it. I was thinking like pick an organ I don't really need that bad. Take yep. it. Yep. Don't, all yours. Don't take my camper that we just got. Right? Not my Zoba. Is Zoe? No, Zoe's family. She's Zoe's not a, not a possession. We don't call her a possession. No. We definitely don't own her. No, we don't. She owns us. <laughs> yeah. If anything, we're her possessions. Don't we know it? Aw, snap. The page didn't stay loaded. I got to get back down here. Yeah, I say take my take my right kidney. I'm already, it's already like caused me a lot of pain and anguish. So. Oh, that's right. Yeah, get rid of an uh, organ. That's fine with me too. Okay. Would you rather clean a toilet with a toothbrush or a floor with your tongue? <sighs> Both it, of these are horrible. No, that's an easy answer. That's an easy Clean the toilet answer. with your toothbrush? Yes. Toothbrush in a toilet is going to take five what? minutes max. Whereas you clean the floor with your tongue. First of all, that's going to take you forever. I, I wasn't even thinking about the timing of it. I was just thinking which one was grosser. Yeah, and that's the more important fact that it's disgusting. You're... You're gross if you're going to clean your floor with your tongue. Not my floor. Do not come to my house Mm -mm. and expect to clean my floor. First of all, you have splinters because we have hardwood floors. Mm -hmm. Not going to happen. I Um, wonder how long mm -mm. you have to use the toothbrush for after you clean the toilet. Like, is that your toothbrush for the next two months? Okay, no, 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 no. That would would be gross. So now you're thinking into it, literally. Is that what that means? Would you rather clean a toilet with your toothbrush and then have to use it afterwards? (laughs) That's what I thought it meant was like, it's your tooth, right? Maybe we're looking at it differently. Oh, no. I was going to just not use that toothbrush anymore after that. See, I think Mm -mm. part of the stipulation here that's implied, and by implied, I mean I'm implying it, that you do that and then you have to continue using that toothbrush for like a month or two. And that's what's really freaking me out. Oh, and I that's, wasn't that's exactly what this means. Right. And I wasn't thinking about cleaning a whole floor. In my mind, mm. I just pictured myself licking a floor or scrubbing the toilet with a toothbrush and then using it. I'm like, which one's worse? Both are gross. I think I'd still use the toothbrush because you could hopefully rinse it out a right. little before. Rinse it really uh, well. And everything that's in the toilet's probably on the floor. Right. And I've also seen like a Mythbusters episode where like fecal matters on your toothbrush in your bathroom already. Oh, good. So what's the big deal? Yeah, it's already we there. might as well use the toothbrush. To you already do toilets. the stuff right there next to it right there. Right. And it's it just... Poosh. See, I'm glad our toothbrushes are in a cabinet. Because when they're sitting out, I think it's more likely to happen. When they're way. on like the counter. Right. We have like little tubes that ours go in in the mirror. Yep. So that is nicer. They stay a little bit enclosed. We're bringing this full circle here this episode with dental hygiene. Wow. <laughs> we really are. Holy moly. And maybe that's why... I got so many cavities because of the fecal matter on my toothbrush from the bathroom. Now we know. Jeez. You got to stop cleaning the toilet with your wish toothbrush. wish my dentist would have told me that's all I needed to know. <laughs> Keep your toothbrush in the basement or something. All right. Would you rather be asked the same question over and over again or never be spoken to ever again? Uh, I don't think I could deal with Would you that. ever want to be asked the same question over and over again? I don't think I could deal with not speaking to anyone. So even if it was you just saying 
what do you want for dinner? What do you want for dinner? What do you want for dinner? It would drive me out of my mind, but at least you'd be talking to me. I would have to start enunciating that question differently so you'd know what I meant. Like, what do you want for dinner? Right. What do you want for dinner? Right. You'd have to switch it up. What do you want for dinner? Yep. Like, you'd yeah. know what I was saying by how I said it. Right. You gotta so, yeah. mix it up. We, we could make it work. I don't want to pick the one where I never get spoken to again either. That would be awful. Would you rather be reincarnated as a fly or just stop existing when you die? Mm, it'd be kind of cool to be a fly. You probably know you're not going to live for very long, yeah. but you might as well give it a shot just to see what it's like. Then you could finally be that fly on the wall. Literally. <laughs> That's an easy one. Yeah. I'd love to be a fly on the wall for a week. How long do you think it would take a fly to travel? Like, you know, like it would take us 15 minutes to drive to whatever destination. How long would it take a fly to get there? (laughs) Because they can move pretty Mm. quick, honestly. I don't know. Isn't that like weird to think about? They can move quick, but I don't know that they can move that far. True. Without like. They're so little. Taking a break. Finding some food. It amazes me looking at them. I'm like, there's a whole little like thing going on in there, like a brain and a heart and all the things they need to live. Well, they're, yeah, insects. It just amazes me how pretty small nuts. they can be. It is pretty nuts. Yeah, I'd be a fly. I'd be a fly too. would be neat. Okay, I got one more for you. Would you rather... Now, this could be two ways. I'm thinking literally and metaphorically you rather be unable to close any door once it's open or being able to open any door once it's closed so once a door is open you can't close it right or once a door is closed you can't open it uh right i don't know both of those options sound pretty bad i don't think i want the doors to be closed right i feel like you'd want them to be open so have all the doors open and not be able to be closed. Yeah. I think I'd pick that too. I think I'd pick that in both the literal sense and the metaphorical yeah. sense. Yep, yep, yep. Because you don't want to shut yourself out. I don't want to shut myself out of the doors. Right. Let me in there. True. All right. Wanna end that with was this? deep. It was. Steph's favorite? Summer vibe? With the little bongo? Yeah. All right. Steph's favorite. What is... Your favorite, or what has been your favorite summer activity? Kayaking. Yeah. I think, yeah. Well, and the e-bikes. The new e-bikes have been a lot of fun, but uh, I just Well, like, uh, everything. I'm pretty sure, like, e-bikes, camping, ki- everything. Camping! All of it. Oh, my gosh. No, you're right. All of it. <laughs> you can't even decide. This can't. is why I asked, because you had to pick one. Ugh. Kayaking, camping, bikes. Okay, can I say that camping encompasses all the things? That's what I would say. I'd pick camping Camping, because we love being in the camper. If it's nice out, we're outside doing stuff. If it's not nice, we're inside loving our camper, watching TV, having snacks. That's, yeah, that's my favorite. That was a hard one, though. You couldn't pick. You're like, I'm kayaking. Actually, our e-bikes. We camping (laughs) counts, right? Oh, goodness. (laughs) There's so many. We're so blessed. I got you good there. Yeah, you did. Okay. Are you going to answer it? Um, no, I'm, I'm, my, mine's the same. Camping. Same, okay. Because we can do literally everything we like to do. It's the best. Can't wait to do some more. Yeah, we're going to Little Mexico Campground in a couple weeks with Steve and Sarah and their boys. And then Pincho so again. Be fun. Back to Pincho. And then where's the other place? In September, we are doing Buttonwood. Buttonwood. That'll That's be a right. nice one, too. 
fall camping is going to be incredible. I already cannot know. wait. I'm looking forward to it. Hey, we're gonna go eat dinner. I think. Yeah, let's do it. All right. Thanks for listening. We love you. Be nice to somebody. Kiss your dog for me. Love you. Bye.